0: the oasis a complete utopian virtual world where you play games and you make all this online currency but in the real world you're all just a bunch of tax slaves living on top of each other in these stacked apartments and everyone's just being tricked into comfort and convenience people come to the oasis for all the things they can do but they stay because of all the things they can be What does this sound like? Well guys, we're back with another episode of Hard Truths. Hard Truths episode 12. We're gonna be talking about the predictive programming in the movie Ready Player One, which happens to be one of my all time favorite movies. But there's a lot of predictive programming in there as there are in many of my favorite movies as I spoken about on here in the past. So can you guys handle the truth? I want the truth! The truth? you want the truth? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Let's get to the truth about Wade Watts, the Oasis, and this whole concept of a virtual reality. Let's get to it now. What's happening, fam? Jared Weiss back here with another video on the Jared and James channel. If you guys didn't know, that must mean that you're not subscribed to the channel, so you know what to do. Hit that subscribe button, be sure to leave a like, drop a comment, let me know what you guys think of this video. Follow me on every platform I post regularly everywhere. Check me out wherever you guys listen to content, I'm there. So as you guys know by now, we're gonna be talking about the predictive programming in the movie Ready Player One, and there's a lot of it. I love this movie, came out in 2018, and a lot that's followed has been eerily similar. Let's start this deep dive now. Just a quick summary is about this kid, Wade Watts, and this virtual reality world known as the Oasis, which was created by this guy, Halliday. James Halliday saw the future. And then he built it. He gave us a place to go who was trying to escape the hardship that was in the real world, and so we wanted to create this virtual world where everyone could be happy and live in peace. But what ends up happening is that these corrupt evil people end up using the Oasis for their own agendas, which aren't in harmony with the rest of humanity, and this ends up leading to detention centers being created, this ends up leading to mass desire for control, and how they actually creates this game where everyone plays, where everyone's virtual character plays, right before he dies, and the winner gets control of the Oasis. Holiday made sure the Oasis was littered with enough randomly powerful stuff that anyone could win if they had the game. Everyone starts the same, but the more coin you make, the more you level up. But this game is very hard until Wade Watts starts to figure some of the stuff out, but then he encounters Nolan Sorrento, who is this evil corrupt billionaire, but then he ends up finding his friends, he ends up garnering the support of basically everyone else who's playing the game. Citizens of the Oasis. I'm here talking to all of you now because our future is being threatened. And what he figures out in the end is that reality is the only thing that's real. So he realizes that it's possible to balance the use of technology for good with making sure to prioritize spending time in the real world, which I think is definitely possible too if you guys watch my video talking about the 3-day work week in AI. Let's dive further. The first instance of predictive programming in this movie is this idea of DBDCs, or cryptocurrencies, replacing our dollar, or fiat currency, which, as many of you may or may not know, our dollar used to be backed by gold and silver, but then, as the movie The Wizard of Oz illustrates, this idea was replaced by the Federal Reserve, because that movie and this whole yellow brick road idea, and then everyone is going to see The Wizard of Oz, and then behind the curtain there's nothing there. no other wizard except me this idea is actually illustrating the whole concept of nothing is backing the dollar anymore it's just the federal reserve and they're going to be printing tons of money they're going to be printing all this fake money and then eventually it's all going to be worth nothing zero point zero which is where cryptocurrencies come in next, right after that, which is what's happening these days. They're trying to push us more into the digital world and the digital dollar, as opposed to having anything that's actually backing the currency. And these days you see all this inflation going on, which is eventually going to crumble the whole economy, I believe. I mean, I obviously hope it doesn't, but like the banks and all this money are eventually going to collapse as far as I see it. But in the movie Ready Player One, you see everyone is owning all this virtual money. If you get killed, your avatar can come back to life, but lose all your stuff. Everything you've ever worked for. All your money. Your clothes. (laughs) But then in the real world, there's actually nothing to show for it, because they're all living in these slums, they're all living in these run-down apartment buildings outside of a few very powerful people. And going along these same lines, you have this idea that everyone is living in their own pods, or they're all living in their own virtual worlds, which is very similar to what we see these days when it comes to Every individual person out there is constantly on their phones, getting news from their phones, and so everyone is essentially living in their own pod or their own virtual world where you could be getting completely different news about what's going on in the real world from the person who's standing right next to you, which is why you have all this division and all this hatred for different groups of people. Then the only person standing in your way is you. Me? Get him lads! Yeah! And in this pod, you're getting advertisements all the time, which is what happens with Wade Watts, who's the main character of the movie, if I didn't say so already. But I'm hoping that if you guys are watching this video, you've probably already seen the movie before. And furthering this idea, you've everyone herded into the cities, which are all run down, which is very similar to what's going on these days, whether it be New York City, Chicago, all these places have been infested with crime, horrible living conditions, and Sam Tripoli always says, that the cities are essentially free-range indoctrination camps, or free-range herding, free herding facilities. I don't remember how exactly he says it, but with everything going on in our world and the whole climate agenda, what have we been hearing them talk about? The quote-unquote people in power? How people are the problem or carbon is the issue? What you've just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. And so the solution is these lion cities where everyone is just living on top of each other, and everything is within 15 minutes of each other, but it's all this wonderful utopia. But how often does utopia actually end up working out? Have any of you ever read the book 1984 or Animal Farm? It usually only leads to a very select few people end up being happy and owning everything, as opposed to this idea of Klaus Schwab saying you're gonna own nothing and be happy. But, how would these people go about accomplishing this idea of everyone owning nothing and being happy? Playing devil's advocate here, of course, because I don't believe that that's true. But, if you convince everyone that the real world is so scary, everything is awful, there's all this war, all this bigotry... Earth would be a fabulous place were it not for the ignorance and bigotry. Okay. It inspired me to create Counter-Earth. I do all of the good and none of the bad. But then you create this virtual world where there's no pollution, there's no hatred, you have everything at the tip of your fingers, you can even eat food through this virtual world. Holographic meatloaf. My favorite! So you end up with this miserable real world, but then the virtual world is seemingly a utopia, which is very much like the Oasis in the movie, Ready Player One. Next up, we have the obvious in here, which is that the Oasis is of course very similar to the metaverse idea. You have this massive virtual world where you can actually own property, you could own things, that you wouldn't be able to own in the real world because in the real world you're tax slaves and you don't have enough money or enough resources to own these things because in the real world you're just leasing property from someone and it's the same thing when it comes to our natural resources because we've been convinced that we live in this world of scarcity and that all of our resources are going to run out but what ends up happening the people in power ends up placing massive taxes on these resources that don't ever end up running out but a lot of people fall for this trap and we don't end up owning anything in spite of the fact that all these things shouldn't be owned by anyone because god created this world for all of us, but the whole education system tries to get us away from this idea of God and wants us to think that this world just happened to come about by this big bang, which is complete nonsense, and that everyone just lands here by accident. Why do you think that uh, Truman has never come close to discovering the true nature of his world? We accept the reality of the world with which we're presented. And so therefore, you have to listen to these people in power because these people are wearing the white coats or are telling you that they have the authority over you and that they have the authority over these resources and that you just have to accept this. Moving right along, you have have these IOI detention centers in the movie which are designed for the people who won't follow the rules which are very similar to this idea of the quarantine camps which governor kathy Hochul, for some reason is still trying to push these even though as we all know the whole scam denmark was a complete scam and if you guys want to do some research on the topic further you could look into the ideas of terrain theory you could look into tom cowan alex zack some of my favorite people on the subject but could they be planning another one soon which is why they're still keeping these quarantine camps still around and as we all know they 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 were actually trying to push these really hard for a while. There were some of these camps in Washington State, I believe, for the people who didn't follow the rules. And if you take this back to the idea of CBDCs or the cryptocurrency and all this digital money, and where everything is electronic, everything is digital, on the line. What's been one of the biggest fears from truth seekers like myself is that when everything is electronic, if you don't follow the rules, the people in power can just shut you off at the snap of a finger. I mean, it's the same exact thing when it comes to electric cars, and why I believe that that whole thing is a complete scam. Just- SCAM! but they going to convince you that driving is safer for the environment even though if you guys actually do any research on the topic you'll find that these massive lithium batteries which actually rely on the same type of fuel that these people are demonizing in order to produce them and you have all these third world countries where you have child slave labor producing them put your kids to work day But one of the biggest fears behind this is that, aside from the fact of the non-native EMF radiation, which everyone's going to be sitting on when they're driving one of these cars, but one of the biggest fears is that there's a switch in every one of these electric cars and the people in power can turn that switch off if you're not following the rules, if you don't get a certain thing in your arm if you don't wear a certain thing around your face? And this whole digital world and the passports for that thing could have been preparing us for this totalitarian rule where the people who don't follow the rules go to these detention centers and where they have to work for these corrupt companies and organizations, which many people are doing anyways. And then taking that one step further, what if these people can just shut off your bank account right away? What if you're not following enough of the ESG rules and then these people wanna stop you from being able to earn a living? What if you're speaking out against the government and then these people have the power and the ability to just shut you off until you follow enough of the rules? We have rules or can they start making you have to ration off groceries? Let's just say you didn't get enough of these things in your arm. Can these people then say to you that you're only allowed this many groceries this week? Or if you're not following enough of the environmental criteria and scores for that week, is it possible that maybe you won't be allowed to participate in the rest of society? Lunch has been cancelled today due to lack of hustle. Deal with it. These are definitely wide-ranging implications that we'll have to look into more and that we have to be very cautious of when it comes to supporting any of these agendas moving right along taking this one step further could this movie have been preparing us for this modern-day isolation where in spite of all the technology that has the ability to connect us and that as I spoke about during one of my recent videos I think that technology can be great if you use it the right way because everything is a tool and if you are the one who's using the tool for good and for positive purposes and you're in control of the tool as opposed to someone else controlling the tool for you this of course can be used to create more connection and to build community with others but many people out there don't actually go out and see people in the real world these days because everyone is seemingly staying in cubicles or staying in offices for hours and hours a day or staying in the whole school system for hours and hours a day which as I spoke about with RJ during one of my recent rabbit hole roundups school system looks exactly like the prison system which is very scary because this whole idea of the school and prison system being designed to break you and to break your mind and to break your will and could this be a cage for everyone's minds? And then when you go home and do homework for hours Many unbearable hours later you're not able to spend time with others building that spiritual positive connection with others that all of us need as humans but when they're telling us that it's more honorable to not go outside and not breathe and not allow the cows to fart and it's better for the environment for everyone to stay inside I mean, what they try to convince everyone during the whole past three years? They tried to convince everyone that there was this deadly thing that was outside and if anyone breathes in, they're gonna die and they're a bad person. You're gonna die, clown! If they don't follow all these rules. And so you're a good person who's doing good for the world if you stay inside. How do you live with yourself? It's not easy. And a lot of people got comfortable with this. A lot of people got comfortable with staying indoors, watching Netflix, not getting that sunlight outside because they'll try to convince you that the sun is dangerous. They try to convince you that the water is dangerous. If you guys ever look into the whole Jaws effect, I mean, what does every movie program you with? This idea of people drowning in the water. So then the beaches become too scary to go to. You're then afraid of everyone outside getting you sick if you fall for the whole germ theory idea. So then with all this programming that you have from these movies and from pop culture and from the mainstream media and the government during the whole pandemic, during the whole past three years of the whole health issues. And this isn't me saying that people do not get sick or that people don't get sick. This is just me saying that the causes of those things are different from what we're being told. It's due to all the poison, all the toxins that are out there, and all the various forms. But don't you guys find it odd that you don't find that suspicious? It was actually during the whole past three years of the plandimus um, that the metaverse actually came out and just before that This movie comes out ready player one which is trying to get everyone to be on board with the whole metaverse or oasis in the movie And then you have everyone on FaceTime or zoom in order to connect with people as opposed to having real-life touch and actually Interacting with people face to face which once again those things can be used for connection with people who are not able to see in person, but If you're doing that all the time, then you're never going to actually experience what it feels like to interact with someone else's aura, and you're never going to be able to truly connect with that person's heart and soul. So, this idea of modern-day isolation was developed in the movie, which came out right before all this stuff happened. I mean, also taking this one step further, what do we see when you have families out to dinner, and they're all on their phones, and they're all in their own pods, and they're all in their own world, as opposed to actually talking with people who are right there with you? And of course, everyone is guilty of this to some extent, But we definitely need to reverse some of this trend and get back to having time away from technology and having time to connect with nature and to connect with real people. Because as Holiday says in that movie, reality reality is is the only only thing thing that's real. real. Next up, you have this crossover effect of everything, similar to Fortnite, with how Fortnite is now hosting events such as concerts that most people wouldn't think of when it comes to a video game. And the Oasis in that movie is hosting everything every event it's basically become the everything app which is what we see with wechat in china and as many of us have heard could elon musk be trying to make twitter the new wechat hmm but one of the reasons why this concept is dangerous is because it creates a monopoly on this one thing which can be very dangerous especially when you're giving all this control and all this power to a mark zuckerberg type or an elon musk type who i definitely don't trust either of them especially when elon musk is trying to microchip us and zuckerberg basically took over the CIA LifeLog app and made it into Facebook. So I definitely don't doubt that both those people are working for intelligence agencies. And bringing this idea back to the CBDCs once again, this idea of blockchain cryptocurrency, where you have a billionaire in charge of the economic system who's not a billionaire which in the movie was nolan sorrento and the whole purpose of this is a decentralized system that doesn't depend on banks which is why they've been programming us for the past several years take our money out of the banks with all these crashes and where all the transactions are going to go through the computers but what could go wrong with this once again all the people who are controlling the computers could shut you off at any time if you say the wrong thing if you do the wrong thing if you don't follow the esg scores if you don't do things that are good for the environment quote unquote even though these are the same people who are flying private jets out to Martha's Vineyard or who own property in Martha's Vineyard or who are flying private jets to all these world conferences where these people are going to meet and gather to tell you how you're living your life wrong and how you're messing up the environment and how you're going to destroy the planet. Sir, I'm afraid you've gone mad with power. I mean, what do we see happen in the movie? You have this guy, Nolan Sorrento, who controls all these IOI camps and has the power to mess with anyone's lives because he has the resources and the wealth to do so. He ends up putting his friend Samantha in one of these IOI camps, but she ends up escaping. But then also her whole story is that her dad was actually in tons of debt from taxes because the whole outer world was so messed up and the conditions were so bad that they then put him in one of these ioi detention camps or concentration camps and then he ends up working in these inhumane conditions and he ends up dying my dad died in a loyalty center he borrowed gear he built up debt he moved in with a promise of working it out, but he never did ioi just raised his living expenses then he got sick and he couldn't afford to get out and then he died so all this stuff actually has like real world consequences they may try to convince you that this fake virtual world is safe and that these people created this to take you out of this horrible real world where all so this war and debt and slavery and bigotry, even though these people are the ones who create the problems because they're trying to push you more towards this virtual world where these people have complete control over that world. And that's also why they want you in the cities where you're surrounded by 5G and you're all bathing in these toxins and you're not getting outside more. It's all pushing you closer and closer to the concepts that are actually outlined in this movie of the lion cities, of the stacked apartments, of everyone staying indoors. <laughs> Coming to bed, honey? Yes, dear. It all relates. Furthermore, and this might be a bit of a stretch, but I wanted to connect this concept as well, which is that when everyone is living in this virtual world, when everyone is living in their own pods, when everyone is getting different news from everyone else, could this make fifth generation warfare more likely and more possible, where no one actually knows what's really going on In this country or that country and to be honest humans actually weren't meant to know what's going on in every part of the world humans weren't meant to be stressed out over what's going on in this country or that country but what do we have when it comes to social media once again has been used for a lot of good and a lot of waking up and a lot of truth being spread but you have people who could get two totally different types of news and this could lead to them hating each other and ending up being more divided a george divided against itself cannot stand thinking that they're actually against each other when meanwhile the issue is the news that they're getting is totally different so like the news on one side is telling this person that this other person hates them and the news on the other side is getting this other person to think that that person hates them when really it's the people in power who hate all of us and to just want to pit us all against each other because when we're fighting with each other they're gaining more control and they're able to do things while keeping us distracted that we won't be able to push back against. And furthering this concept of blurring the lines between real and fake. In this movie there's one very interesting scene where Wade and his friends and his team of people who are trying to save the world essentially and they were trying to save the Oasis from being controlled by this ruthless dictator type, Nolan Sorrento. They end up actually convincing Nolan that he woke up in the real world when really he's still in his pod and he's still playing the game in the Oasis. Where is she? How'd you get in here? So they threaten him in the Oasis, but he thinks he's being threatened in real life. I'm gonna play the scene now. I think he pissed himself. So he really doesn't know he's the Oasis. This is what Sorrento should be seeing. But this, this is what we're making him see. We grabbed him in transit just as he was logging out of the Oasis, so he thinks he's back at his office in the real world, but-, but... this idea of not knowing whether something is real or fake has been happening more and more because everyone is on their phones and everyone is so tapped into this technology and this could be tying into the whole fourth industrial revolution of this idea of merging us with technology and taking that concept one step further, this idea of Elon Musk actually wanting to microchip people but, like, they're gonna convince us that this is being done for good reasons and, and to help people heal from all these health issues but it could also be to implant thoughts implant memories. But when people don't know what's real or fake, this could tie into the whole Project Bluebeam, which is where they're going to use all these holograms to convince us that the aliens are here, and that, as Ronald Reagan said, maybe do we need an alien-sized threat in order to unite everyone against this common enemy? It's aliens, it has to be. Yeah, you should definitely believe everything you read on the internet. You know, being a man of science, mm-hmm. is And as many other leaders since then have basically said as well, and this also ties back into the whole fifth generation warfare, where if people don't know what's really going on, you could be supporting something that could be totally against your values, but like you've just been convinced that it's the right thing to support because your phone is telling you, or the mainstream media is telling you, But, having said that, I do want to finish off on a positive note, because I do think that technology has been used against this agenda, and a lot of this stuff has backfired. And I seriously think that we're winning this battle, and if we all realize that we're all in this together, and how humans are actually more similar than different, but like it is also important to embrace our unique differences. If we understood, though, how connected we all are, and how we're all God's children, and how important it is to embrace our human connection, to embrace our human nature, and to spread more positivity loving kindness and truth. I believe that humanity will ultimately prevail against AI machine that's being pushed. There's no way my luck is that bad. And that all these things can be turned for good because of the concept of duality so even though these corrupt evil people want to convince us that our world is miserable and so they want to push us towards this better world that they created for us if we could get back stripping away all these man-made identities that that we've created for ourselves and if we could get back to connecting with others and doing everything basically the opposite of what they want us to do if every instinct you have is wrong then the opposite would have to be right. I think we end up winning and the side of good ends up winning as well and I think if we do that we could create heaven on earth which is what all of us want deep down if we'd only see through the agendas. So anyways guys let me know what you guys think of this topic let me know what you guys think of how I covered it let me know if you guys love the movie Ready Player One also but like if any of you guys saw through all this predictive programming as well especially the timing that the movie came out in 2018 right before all this stuff started to happen Right before this agenda got kicked into high gear and how everything kicked off at this seemingly perfect coincidental timing. Like, I believe that there's actually very few coincidences in the world and a lot of this is just being done purposely to manifest their reality as opposed to ours. Anyways, let me know your thoughts. Make sure to subscribe to the channel. Be sure to drop a like, leave a comment, let me know what you guys think of this video. And I will catch you guys in the next one. Peace!